Morning to you. This is Mike Smith. We start today with the continuing stunning revelations here in the Chinatown stabbing suspect. Blair Evan Donnelly. This this is just a colossal betrayal of the public here. Stabs his own daughter to death. They let him out. Stabs another guy. They let him out again. Accused of stabbing three people in Chinatown on Sunday. Now we have the leaked review board report. This is leaked to the media. This review board did not release this report. It was leaked to the press. F- find out he stabbed another guy in 2017. This is a new one we learn about now. While he was inside the institution, attacks a guy with a knife. All this guy does is stab people over and over again. Killed his own daughter in the most savage fashion. They just keep letting him out. This is unbelievable. This guy was a ticking time bomb, and they knew it. They knew it. This leaked report. Significant threat to public safety. He would explode with violent outbursts with no warning. And what did they do? They let him out, unescorted. No supervision. We got Brad West standing by to discuss. Let's listen to Premier David Eby here speaking earlier this week. I am so angry. I am white hot angry that this person was released unaccompanied into the community to have a devastating impact. Okay, now he's white hot angry. Should be angry at himself. This is a provincial psychiatric hospital. This is a provincial review board. The members appointed by the Attorney General, he was the AG for five years. Now he's shocked. Now he's white-hot angry after we've had a continuous string of these type of incidents. Let's discuss now with Brad West, the mayor of Port Coquitlam, because I know this is of key concern to him as well. Brad West, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, Mike. Okay, I appreciate it a lot. And this is, I know, a key issue and concern for you. What are your thoughts on what we're learning here in this report? It is absolutely jaw-dropping. Yeah. It's it's actually worse than I could have ever imagined. And it, it just goes to show this BC Review Board, I mean, do these people have no decency? They can't even be bothered to come out and face the public now. Yeah. You know, we haven't heard from them. They're not putting anyone forward to be accountable for their decisions. Uh, quite frankly, the fact that they're even still having a job at this point is ridiculous. I know the premier has said he's angry and he's ordered a review. Fire the board. Yeah. Fire the board. What what more evidence do we need? These people have failed miserably in the job that they are supposed to be doing. They have shown no qualms about rolling the dice, gambling, with people's public safety. I, you know, and you find out how much they knew about them. Yeah. Everything you just described, Mike, without warning, violent outbursts. I, I wonder, does anyone on the review board, would they be willing to take this individual into their own home? Would they be willing to risk their family's safety being in close proximity to this individual, knowing what they knew? Because that's what they did with other people. That's what they did with other family members. This is one of the things that there are a lot, so many unanswered questions here. And David Eby has appointed uh, a former police chief to, to look into it, which I, 
I, I guess it is good, but I, I am very worried about the lack of transparency and public disclosure here. The only reason we know about this report, it was leaked to the media, it was not released by, by this review board. And one of my concerns right now, you just touched on it, is the people who made this decision and let this guy out, are they still in place? Like, are they, are they been suspended pending this investigation? Are they still, are they still making more decisions to let more people out? Like, what, yeah, what is I, happening here? I, I think they are. I think they are still in place because yeah. you can, you know, I, I bet you if they weren't, the province would be telling us that. They'd be trumpeting that. So I think they're still in place. And by the way, this facility, this is in my backyard. This is on the border of Coquitlam and Port Coquitlam. This yeah. is not the first time. You know, and, and that's why whenever, you know, when you get some politicians shocked, well, this has been going on for a long time. This is not the first individual who has committed unspeakable, heinous crimes. The type of person who should never ever be let out and there's been of, others there's been the, others the, Mike. the list so is getting speaks, longer the list is getting well, longer what it, speaks to, it, it, yeah. it it's you know that's why it's not that this was a mistake of course it was a mistake but this is the system operating exactly how it's been set up to operate they the marching orders have been to prioritize release over detention whether it's at the BC Review Board, whether it's through the parole board, th this is the general trajectory that elected officials have set. And so the system is operating as they set it up. Yeah. And it gets to a much bigger problem. I, I went and reviewed the members of this uh, BC Review Board and yeah. looked at them. They all have sterling credentials, Mike. They're all former lawyers and judges and people who worked in the system. What they don't have is an ounce of common sense, apparently, because any person with any sense would know that an individual who brutally, I, I can't even say the words as a, as a father to two young kids, a, a person who brutally killed their own child yeah. and then stabbed other people. Yeah. Like, how in God's name do you think that that's someone who should be put back out on the street, unsupervised day passes, to go and victimize again and again? It is just, I don't have the words for it. It's absolutely a colossal betrayal here of the public trust and public safety. And I agree with you. I think we need to have some more information about what steps are, are being taken uh, to uh, to protect the public from something like this happening again. My guest is Port Coquitlam Mayor Brad West. Mayor West, while I have you here, let's uh, shift to another, I guess, key topic. There's been so busy and so many developments here uh, this week. Let's talk about decriminalization of Drug possession in British Columbia, 2.5 grams of the legal possession limit. Now, heroin, fentanyl, cocaine, crystal meth, crack cocaine. So you had been calling for months here now for restrictions on public drug use. Uh, now we got the announcement yesterday you will not be able to use these these drugs within 15 meters of a wading pool or a skateboard park. Now... And I'm listening to this yesterday, and are you are you kidding me now with this? Like now you're telling the public, okay, don't worry, 
when your toddler is splashing around in the in the wading pool at the park, the guy have to be has to be at least sixteen meters away while he's smoking crack. This is how they're fixing this, and they're asking they're asking the public to thank them for it. Your thoughts, I, Mike? I I don't know why we have to fight so hard for things that should be so simple. Yeah. You know, like th- this was like the uh, the epitome of a no brainer. Yeah, that you don't want people who are doing, in some cases, lethal drugs. Fentanyl, child comes into contact with fentanyl, even physical contact, can kill them. That's how deadly that drug is. Yeah. And we have to fight so hard to get the government on board with the idea that maybe you shouldn't be doing that in a children's playground or at a splash park. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That should have been in there from day one. And, yeah. and what even need, what when needs they bring to be in done? The, this well, needs to be expanded bring, even more, right? Uh, uh, of course. Yeah. I mean, even when they bring in, quote unquote, the fix... It's not a fix. It doesn't go as far as the bylaw in Port Coquitlam goes, which protects all parks. Because the same rationale that says you shouldn't be using fentanyl or crack in a playground applies to a soccer field where kids are playing. Yeah. So I, I don't. I really don't understand why they were splitting hairs here. You know, keep it simple. Right. Protect. Yeah, because fam- you can still like under even under with what they did yesterday, you were still allowed to to use these hard drugs in a in a park correct as long as you're not within 15 meters of a pool or a playground yeah right so what we're gonna get our bio officer out there police officer with a measuring tape yeah oh excuse me can you can you take a few steps that way yeah like you know again to me the huge gap that's missing here that you and i have talked about is treatment Right. You know, we've got to put treatment and prevention, by the way, at the center of what we're trying to do, because we have a massive problem with it. I think, and I've talked to you about this, we need to get to mandatory treatment in some instances. You know, we've got people out on the streets, you know, they're alive, but they're not really existing. They're contorted up like pretzels. They're in no position to make a decision to get better or to get treatment. And and some people think leaving them in that state is compassion that's not compassion at all yeah not at all you know and so if we want to get serious about dealing with this issue we're not going to make any headway until we have a massive investment in treatment and i'm sorry in some cases yes mandatory treatment i agree with you Port Coquitlam mayor brad west thank you for your time today i appreciate it thanks very much for having me mike